Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we're dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to episode 14 of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, March 24th, 2021. Today we will be grading Chef Mickey's, but first it's time for our morning announcements. CEO Bob Chapek has announced that guest satisfaction is higher now than it was before the pandemic. He said, our guest satisfaction scores since we've reopened across the world have shown that indeed our guests are even more satisfied than they were prior to the pandemic. That's nice to know, and I'm sure it has to do with how safe people feel there and how few people are actually in the parks. Yes. Our next announcement is that Disney Cruise Line has announced summer 2022 itineraries, and they are booking as early as this week. I am so excited to hear this. I'm so excited, too. Just get some normalcy back. Get that cruise line back up and running. And it's hard to believe that this is over a year away. It's not this summer, but still, by then, cruise lines better be running. Yeah, that's when they normally announce. I mean, I guess now is about the same time they announced last year. But um, we still don't know if cruises this summer will be running. As of now, they are, but we shall see. Hopefully. I know you're hoping for that. I'm certainly hoping for that. (laughs) I'll be going on a Disney cruise if they're running. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would be there, too, if I could. (laughs) Alrighty. Our next announcement is that from April 18th to the 24th, Animal Kingdom will host a special Earth Month celebration. Earth Month, not just Earth Day. Yes, Earth Month nowadays. The limited time experiences include... Catch a glimpse of some special characters who will join other favorite Disney pals on the Discovery River character cruises. There are also self-guided nature-themed challenges, and you can earn a special Wilderness Explorer limited time Earth Day nature badge. That is so cool. (laughs) That just reminds me of Up so much. Wilderness Explorers. Did you know that Animal Kingdom always has that little Wilderness Explorer book? No. That you can get for free? Yes. They do. And just like in Epcot, where you go from station to station at the Kidcot stations, Mm -hmm. they have things throughout the park for kids, or I guess really anybody, to earn their Wilderness Explorers badges, I guess. That's adorable. The little book that you will work through. Yeah, it's so cute. I'm putting that on my list for next time. I will be doing that again with the boys when we go back again next time. That's awesome. And that's a great little souvenir, too. Mm -hmm. And it's free, which is not common in Disney. Absolutely. (laughs) But anyway, back to our special Earth Day announcements. Oh, sorry, Earth Month announcements. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Disney PhotoPass service captures magical memories with special in-park Earth Day backgrounds and magic shots. There's also an all-new photo opportunity there. And in addition, there will be Earth Day screensavers and Zoom backgrounds that you can download on the My Disney Experience PhotoPass gallery. I'm so excited to see what they are. I have all of the Pixar backgrounds for my classroom now, so I'm excited to update that for April. Big news when you're teaching virtually, guys. Big yes, news. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> also, beginning April 2nd, guests can watch as artisans transform 40 tons of sand 
into a detailed sculpture celebrating National Geographic's Secrets of the Whales, which is an original series streaming on Disney Plus on Earth Day. The intricate sculpted masterpiece will be located on the Discovery Island stage until April 30th. That's really cool. I love sand sculptures. I think they are so incredible. So do I. People are so talented. It'll be awesome to see that. Mm -hmm. So how about some This Week in Disney History for our listeners? We haven't done that in a while. Bringing it back. So on March 22nd, 1975, the Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village officially opened. Yes, this offered the first non-park shopping at Disney World, and it was advertised as a restful shopping atmosphere similar to a New England seaside village. Now, listeners, can you guess what this later became? I'm sure you can. (laughs) Shopping, not in a park. I'm sure Mm. that they can figure that out. Walt Disney World Village in 1977, Disney Village Marketplace in 1989, Downtown Disney Marketplace in 1997, and of course, we now know this area as Disney Springs. Big surprise. (laughs) (laughs) I am shocked. No. (laughs) I was surprised to see how many names it went through. I am too. On March 25th, 1986, Walt Disney World welcomed the 500 millionth guest to enter a Disney park. And he was Don McGrath. That's amazing. It's 500 million. And that was 1986. So imagine how many guests they've had now. It's incredible to think about. Crazy. All right. Our last historical announcement is that on March 24th, 1984, my parents got married. Yay. (laughs) Yes, I'm saying that that's Disney related because without them, I wouldn't be this in love with all things Disney. So happy anniversary, mom and dad. Happy anniversary, mom and dad. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our progress reports. First, just want to send a huge shout out to our supporters on Patreon. If you have not checked out our Patreon yet, please do so at patreon.com slash Disney Honor Roll. You can become our next teacher's pet or a salutatorian or even our valedictorians. We previously announced that Disneyland could open as early as April 1st, and they have announced now that they plan to open on April 30th. I know. That is so exciting. I know. Of course, they need to stick with the strict guidelines that California is putting out, but there's an opening plan, and that is super exciting. It is, and so many people will be able to go back to work and... I think they're only allowing California residents in as of now, but I'm sure that will be expanding in the future. And there are a lot of rumors out there about people not being able to scream on the rides. Oh, really? Like if they're excited about things, yes. But those are those are rumors <laughs> based off of a report that was let out. No. So how can they police that? I know there there is no word from Disney that they will be policing that. <laughs> and people will have masks on, so you couldn't even prove it with their mouth open. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I heard him. I heard him. (laughs) And our last progress report is that All-Star Movies has officially opened on March 22nd. And this is welcome news to many families who are looking for value resorts and more affordable hotel options while still staying on property. So exciting. Yes, it's nice to have one of the All-Stars back online. Slowly but surely, we are getting back. Yes. All right, let's head on to our report card for the day. We will be talking about Chef Mickey's today. 
Give me some of those waffles. Oh, Mickey waffles. Yes. <laughs> Chef Mickey's is on the Grand Canyon Concourse at the Contemporary Resort, which is the fourth floor of the resort. This is the floor that you can actually see the monorail entering into the building. It's also the floor with all the wonderful gift shops. It is the best floor, in my opinion. It's so cool <laughs> to just walk around and see everything. It really does feel so modern and contemporary, even though if you think about it, it was built so long ago, but it still feels so cool. It, that's true. And the entire fourth floor is open to the entire rest of the building. Mm -hmm. So it's super duper open space. Now, Chef Mickey's is typically a buffet with Disney characters, but it has switched to family-style dining because of the pandemic, obviously. They can't have buffets. Mm -hmm. The characters may vary, but they include Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, Pluto, and Chip and Dale. I feel like they always just put out there that the characters may vary. Yeah, but they don't really. Not, <laughs> not typically. I don't think I've but... seen Chip and Dale there. Have you? I have. Okay. But not in a while. I usually see the classics. The yes, the Fab, Fab five. five. Yep. But poor Daisy. Can we talk about that for a second? Daisy uh, is yes. always given the shaft. She sure is. Everything. It's always the five of them. I don't know when the last time I saw Daisy was. Other than when I watched Mickey Mouse Clubhouse with my boys. <laughs> yeah. And even the little toy characters, the little doll sets, it's so hard to find one yeah. with Daisy. Poor Daisy. Poor Daisy. <laughs> but she's a Topolino's. Oh. So she gets her revenge. <laughs> Daisy's revenge. <laughs> oh, man. The next short coming out soon, <laughs> Daisy's revenge. The dark side. <laughs> <laughs> now, for a brief time, Chef Mickey's had actually opened up without the characters during the pandemic when it reopened. But now they are back for socially distanced photo opportunities. So great that they're back because that really is one of the biggest draws to this restaurant. Yes, that's my favorite part. Now, in 1977, one of the first character dining experiences in Disney World was a simple buffet at Coconino Cove at the Contemporary Resort. The Coconino Cove was actually located near the glass wall at the back of the current Chef Mickey's dining area on the Grand Canyon Concourse level. And at the Coconino Cove, guests could join Disney characters for breakfast only on Sunday mornings, though. And a year later, they moved the buffet to another location, but still nearby in the resort. It's very interesting that it was only Sunday mornings. I can't imagine that now. I, know. I guess they were just testing to see how popular it would be. And obviously it was extremely popular. That's true. A 1978 Walt Disney World News offered a little glimpse of dining at the Contemporary. It said, as an added treat, guests may join the Disney characters for breakfast each Sunday morning from 8 to 1030 a.m. It's a delight for the kids and fun for adults, too. Get this. Reservations were not required. That blows my mind. I know. Could you imagine? Especially now with limited seats in restaurants and you can't get a reservation unless you are like right on it at 60 days out. It's Even before the pandemic, it was hard to get some of these reservations at 60 days out or 180 days out. Yes, it was 180 before all this. Yeah, six months in advance and you still can't get a reservation for these places. <laughs> Wild. Gotta work your magic. Work with your Disney travel agent. I'm sure that that changed quickly. As soon as they saw it was popular, they probably added reservations real fast. Yes. Could you imagine with like a party of 12 going in? No reservation? <laughs> oh, sure. Have a seat. Nope. 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 
Right, so now for some more information about the history of the name Chef Mickey's. In 1979, the Village Restaurant opened where you can currently find the Rainforest Cafe in Disney Springs. And it closed in 1989 and reopened as Chef Mickey's Village Restaurant. Hmm. The Chef Mickey's Village Restaurant closed on September 30th, 1995, and it reopened in 1996 at the Contemporary Resort. Very interesting. It's interesting that they took the name of one restaurant and then moved it to a completely different area. I guess it was popular with the theming that they were trying to achieve there. For sure. I mean, you can't get more classic than Mickey Mouse. So we're going to mix it up a little bit, and we're going to do the rubric here because I think it'll be nicer to talk about how we grade it and the elements of the actual restaurant together. I agree. So let's head over to the rubric. You can find our rubric on our Instagram and follow along at Disney Honor Roll. Alrighty. So for our restaurants, we start our rubric with our Google reviews. This one was at a 4.3 on Google reviews. So it lands a three on our rubric. For the ambiance and theming, this also scores a three. The theming is very 90s. It's very obvious that it opened in the mid 90s, but it is very cute that they have the character pictures on the walls and it is very 90s themed, but they do it well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, comfort at the restaurant. We gave this a two. Tables and seats are comfortable, but spacing is tight throughout some areas of the restaurant. We feel like the fact that it is so open makes it very noisy and makes it a little bit more difficult to have an intimate meal. There are some areas off in the side that are a little bit tucked away and those can be a little bit more peaceful, but for the most part, everything is just out there in the open. Now, this will all be different if you've gone recently or plan to go in the next few months because due to the pandemic, there are a lot less tables there. Yes. So I would say that's probably a bonus for now because I always thought that it was so crowded there. I know, but we will be grading this based off of our experiences there. Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. Oh, the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) For food flavor, let's talk about the menu first. So right now they're only offering breakfast and that's the meal's I've only gone to breakfast there. I've never eaten lunch or dinner there. Mm -hmm. But they have the classic Mickey waffles, of course. You have Mm -hmm. your fruit. You have, there's special French toast, I believe, isn't there? Mm -hmm. The little mini yogurt parfaits. Uh, Let's see. We had scrambled eggs. There was sausage, bacon. They have potato cheese casserole. That's so good. They have a celebration (laughs) Mickey pancake. Potatoes and cheese, man. Those are my favorites. <laughs> so delicious. I know they also had cereal there that you could get. They had little mini donut holes. Yes, as I was going through my pictures of this to find some good ones to put on our Instagram, I found one with like a giant donut on my plate and it looks so good. It's <laughs> like, oh, I want that donut. <sighs> so yummy. <laughs> so your classic breakfast foods, but they're still very good. So anyway, back to our rubric. That scores a two. They don't really have um, anything really out of the ordinary or anything super exotic, but it is good food. Definitely. It's good, but nothing to rave food-wise about. Yes. 
which brings me to food quality and presentation, we give that a two on our rubric as well. The food is good quality. The presentation is fair, but it can be improved. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to score a three on a buffet with food mm -hmm. presentation because it is a buffet. Maybe it would score a three if we went next week. The next category is value. And although it is quite pricey to eat there, we do feel like it does score a three in the value because you can eat all you can eat. You can definitely get your money's worth by eating all those Mickey waffles. And you do get the characters mm -hmm. as well. And this is one of those ones that I love to go to when my twins were under three years old because you don't pay for under three at a buffet. Yes. Yet they still got to eat. So we definitely got our money's worth then. <laughs> <laughs> Service, uh, we scored this at a two because the cast members do provide great service, but I feel like they were stretched pretty thin pre-pandemic. They had a lot of tables to get to. Yes, I'm sure that management tries to lower costs by having the bare minimum of cast members there, and they're just trying to get to way too many tables. So you might be falling through the cracks if you need another refill or something that you can't get just at the buffet. Yeah, that was, that was the problem when you needed a refill on a drink. And finally, we have our character interactions, and also we scored this a two. So pre-pandemic, again, the characters would visit each table, and they would stay and take pictures, and when your twins weren't looking at the camera, they just <laughs> waited patiently <laughs> as you're going, look over here, look over here. <laughs> and, you know, they'll sign what you bring for them to sign, whether it's an autograph book or like I had Mickey Mouse sign my boy's hats. That's pretty good. But it's not as good as, say, the Garden Grill, which we have previously graded, where it really is true one-on-one -on -one time. I've had experiences where kids from other tables are just so excited to see Mickey Mouse or any of the other Fab Five that they are kind of standing in your pictures. Yes. And you can see them trying to wait their turn, but just way too excited. <laughs> And with the amount of people that they shove in there, it's definitely the reason why. Yes. So if you tally up all those points, Chef Mickey's comes in at 19 points, which gives it a B plus. All right, so let's talk about what we would change now. The last time I went to Chef Mickey's, it was in April of 2015. And like I said, it was so ridiculously crowded. I will post some pictures on Instagram, but you can see there's 20, 30, 100,000 people behind us. It's <laughs> ridiculous how crazy impact it was. You just can't get a nice picture with your family and the characters. There's one picture with my nephews, and I think it's Goofy. He's sitting on the bench with my nephews, and behind the bench, a kid is crawling over the bench oh into the picture. Like I can't make this up. So even, I'm like, okay, great. It's a nice background. It's just the big, tall bench seating. And there's still somebody in the background of the picture. <laughs> That's funny. So I would change, just make it a little less crowded. I know they're making a ton of money on that, but I would pay a little bit more to have a more personal, relaxed experience. I would agree. I would agree with that. I have some really good memories with the characters there from my own kids back to when I was a kid myself. Uh, one of my favorite pictures was <laughs> holding up Goofy's ear to be <laughs> just like kind of silly and goofy like him. 
I'm putting my face in there and his hand is just covering my face for the picture. <laughs> so it was really silly and a lot of fun. I'm also pretty intrigued to see the difference with family style dining. I feel like I'm going to like it more with this change. I agree. I like being able to just sit and relax and not have to worry about who's watching my kid as I go up and get the food. It comes to me. Exactly. That was a huge issue. Like, okay, well, that's something my mom has always been so wonderful about when we go with her. She will volunteer to stay at the table with all of our bags that we cart along with us and any of the kids that have been babies over the years. And she'll let us go get food for the kids and then insist that I go back and get food for myself before she then goes. So thank you, mom (laughs) slash mom, mom. (laughs) But uh, yeah, also when you're up there, you're worried like, oh my gosh, is is Pluto coming to our table next? Yes. And you're worried about getting back for that. Yes. I have a few pictures with characters at other buffets with just me and not my husband because he was getting his food. Which is his priority (laughs) at these meals when my priority is the characters. Right. (laughs) That sounds about right. And just the anxiety of you see them coming, but you can't find your loved one. Like, who's going to be here first? Mickey or my husband? Hopefully my husband. You go go there for a nice family meal and instead end fighting. Where were you? (laughs) You missed it. Now we have to wait 45 more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So talking about nostalgia with Chef Mickey's, this is one of my family's favorite restaurants. We love coming here. And I feel like it's such a great way to make sure that you see Mickey and the gang on each trip. Yeah, it's definitely one of the place, one of the few places that you can see them all in one sitting. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I'm going to have to be the Karen here for a minute and just say, after the last time that I ate there, I don't know if I'm going to be returning unless something changes. I just wasn't impressed. The food is good, but it's breakfast. I mean, and with what you're paying and all that, I just don't know. And I would much rather spend that money and go to Garden Grill, where you really have a better experience with the characters. And I'm super looking forward to Topolino's Terrace, so you can get those classics and Daisy. (laughs) I'm going to spend my money there next time. And hopefully the COVID... Changes will stay a little while, and then maybe I'll try it again. I cannot wait to hear about Topolino's Terrace. I'm so excited. I am so excited for you. (laughs) Um, You need to try to get a picture with Daisy where your arms are crossed, and you're both looking angry. All right. For Daisy's revenge there. (laughs) Challenge accepted. All (laughs) righty. I do love at Chef Mickey's when they celebrate the birthdays and the anniversaries and all that. They have a special song that they play. And um, they have a special version of the Mickey Mouse Club song as well. So it's just, it's just fun. I mean, I guess they can't really wave napkins in the air nowadays. But we used to. Mm-hmm. That was always so fun, like a cruise ship. Woo-hoo-hoo. I know, I know. Celebrate. Every day's a party. So much fun. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at our leaderboard. Now we have our first B restaurant with Chef Mickey's. Our other two restaurants that we have graded, the Garden Grill and 50s Primetime Cafe, both scored A's. All right, Chef Mickey's, one more point. (laughs) One more point. You could have gotten an A. All righty, so here is our quote of the day. This was said by Walt Disney. When you believe in a thing, believe in it all the way. 
implicitly and unquestionable. That's a very inspirational quote. Yes, I had it hanging in my classroom last year. Now it's on my little rolling cart. (laughs) So it's definitely inspirational unless you nitpick (laughs) at grammar and think that it should have read unquestionably instead of unquestionable. Yeah, I see what you mean. Implicitly and unquestionable. Implicitly Mm -hmm. and unquestionably. You just, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing we're not language arts teachers. It, yeah, it is a good thing. <laughs> and if you do have any sort of an issue with grammar on this or any of the other quotes, take it up with Walt, not us. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We would be honored if you shared our podcast with a fellow Disney fan in your life. And as always, we appreciate your feedback and the reviews and just the comments that you leave us on social media. We love talking to you. If you have not left us a review yet, we would really appreciate that. So thank you in advance. (laughs) You can follow us on Instagram and or Facebook at Disney Honor Roll. You can reach out to us there or email us at DisneyHonorRoll at gmail.com. Yes, we would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See See you real soon. soon.